I started thinking maybe that's what I need to do to get over this hurdle of consuming content and not taking action. I had a pattern of becoming very obsessed with something, whether it was woodworking or certain hobbies, but then it fizzle out over time. And I'd always wondered why it was maybe I didn't find the right thing. And what I know now is that I needed some coaching. I needed the accountability that can come with coaching and to surround myself with like-minded people. Welcome to School of Success, the podcast that will help you reach your goals and become the success story you've always dreamed of. Join us on our journey as we explore the strategies, tools, and tactics needed to build health, wealth, and personal development. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to living life to its fullest with host Brandon Hicks. So let's get started and make your dreams come true. Welcome back to another episode of School of Success. Today, I wanted to talk about coaching programs and how important it's been for me and my growth over the last couple of years. So I've talked about how I got burnt out of work and decided I needed to do something different, but I didn't know what. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, learned about assets versus liabilities, financial literacy, and started reading a lot of books, but I wasn't taking action. And I realized after about two months of doing this, I said, okay, I need to do something different. I can't keep consuming content and not taking action. So I ended up coming across a podcast. It was called Lifetime Cashflow Through Real Estate Investing with Rod Cleef. He was sharing in that podcast about the importance of having the right mindset, taking massive action. He also talked a lot about analysis paralysis, which was something that I struggled with. It really resonated with me. And in listening to that, I heard a number of people say that their challenge was that they got stuck in this analysis paralysis and coaching was the thing that helped them get through it. I started thinking, maybe that's what I need to do to get over this hurdle of consuming content and not taking action. I had a pattern of becoming very obsessed with something, whether it was woodworking or certain hobbies, but then it fizzle out over time. And I'd always wondered why it was maybe I didn't find the right thing. And what I know now is that I needed some coaching. I needed the accountability that can come with coaching and to surround myself with like-minded people. And so I ended up pursuing the coaching program. That was a really tough decision for me because one, I really hadn't spent any money on education outside of going to college. And it was kind of foreign to me. I didn't know anybody who was investing in a coaching program or mentorship or community aside from school. So it really just didn't make sense to me. And you're wondering, is this a scam? Like who actually does this? And so there was a lot of hesitation that I had, but at this point, you know, realizing after 10 years, actually eight years at this time of engineering, and now starting to question the path I was on, I was open to new ideas. And so I decided to pursue the coaching program. And you know, it is quite expensive and had that hesitancy. Is this a good use of my money? This costs nearly as much as a year of college. Am I going to get a return on this money? I thought about it over the course of a weekend and said, you know what, to get different results, I'm going to have to do something different than what I've been doing in the past. I also said, this is enough money that it makes me a little uncomfortable. But the good part about that is that it's going to keep me focused and say, okay, I really want to get my money's worth. How can I get my money's worth? And that was by making sure to network with plenty of people in the group, making sure that I showed up every day, whether it's in the morning, after work, or on the weekends, always taking action towards whatever it was, finding deals, meeting brokers. And so it lit a little bit of a fire underneath me to say, hey, you just spent a good amount of money. You really need to take this seriously. 
otherwise it's a lot of money to waste. So I ultimately decided to join and it was one of the best decisions that I could have made. I got paired up with a coach for about six months where every other week we would meet to go through the 90-day action plan, which was talking to a certain number of brokers. Now it's time to build your website. Now meet five new investors. And it just broke everything down into simple, actionable steps that you could check off throughout the week. And just having the coach there also to meet with every other week and ask questions. I remember asking some very basic questions but I've never talked with a broker before. How many brokers do I talk to in a market? Is one of them gonna catch wind that I'm talking to another one and it's gonna annoy them? I had no idea like the working relationships and how that works in the space and how many to talk to. My coach was able to, of course, easily answer that and just get me over those little hurdles. Looking back, I know that was a relatively simple question, but that's something that I probably would have been hung up on for quite some time. And use that as a procrastination. So that was a huge benefit that I saw from coaching. Another benefit of the group was high-performance coaching, which was something that I had never heard of. We would meet once a month and do high-performance group coaching. And so we would talk about things like how to get clarity on your goals and your vision, or how to make sure you've got high energy levels or persuasion techniques. We would talk about those things in a group. And I remember being very nervous in the beginning. P putting myself out there wasn't something I had to do for a very long time. And I remember thinking, please don't call on me. Please don't call me because the coach would have a topic. He'd post some questions and then he would ask someone to volunteer or he would call on somebody. I remember saying, I don't want to look like a fool in front of people. I'm nervous. What am I going to say? And I didn't want to be called on. But what was great about going through this was that after a handful of times, I got much more comfortable with it. And I actually started to look forward to being called upon because it was an opportunity for me to get one-on-one -on -one time, even though we're in a group setting. The question was posed to me and then I answered my opinion or how I felt about that question. And I was able to get one-on-one -on -one, uh, feedback from the coach. And that started to show me that I could really benefit from having a dedicated one-on-one -on -one coach, which I ended up pursuing months later. Then the other benefit from the group, which I didn't anticipate or didn't realize was the value of the network. So I joined and immediately had a handful of people reaching out to me saying, hey, saw you just joined, would love to connect, learn about you, what you're interested in, see how we can help each other out. That's not something that would typically happen within the corporate world, certainly not within engineering. And so that was really new to me. And I remember, again, being very nervous, like talking to experienced real estate investors. I still didn't know the lingo, the words to use. I definitely didn't feel competent or confident within the space. But just hearing how nice and genuine everybody was, it made me feel a lot more comfortable and realize, again, how important it is to be reaching out to others, both with less experience and more experience. The experience level is really not the thing to be so worried about. It's how can we add value to each other? Maybe it's my network or maybe it's just accountability. There's so many ways that we each could benefit from meeting each other. So that instilled in me the importance of your network and networking. And with this also came coursework, which was fantastic. So it was how to talk to brokers, how to find off-market deals, how to underwrite deals, what capital raising is, what different types of partnerships you can get into, whether it's a syndication or a joint venture. So there was a lot of coursework that went along with it as well so that I could gain my knowledge, gain some confidence so that I could then start reaching out to brokers and talking confidently. And so all of this was just packaged so nicely and it would have been very difficult for me to do that on my own, to have the structured coursework, knowing that this is what I need to be doing next and then the next and next. And then also having the 90 day action plan 
and then this community of investors who've already gone through some sort of vetting or interview process to be in the group because of course you want to make sure that the right people are there, the right mindset, you don't want to have any bad apples. If I didn't have that, I would have had to try to figure that out on my own. And without having the experience, I'd be wondering, is the person that I just met trustworthy? Now, you have to do that with anybody, regardless of whatever group you join. You have to trust but verify. You know, it'd be a lot harder to do this one by one on your own, going to local meetups. If you don't have the experience and it's hard to evaluate and assess whether somebody really knows what they're talking about, you always have to be mindful of that with whatever group you join. But there is a little bit of comfort in knowing that the majority of the people that have joined the group have been vetted to some degree. And again, of course, you want to trust but verify, especially when you're entering into partnerships or business agreements with people. But you have a little bit of an easier time when you've joined a group knowing that the majority of people there have like minds and have similar goals. And then lastly, I just got back from an event this weekend down in Florida. Over 200 investors got together this weekend to go through things like improving our underwriting, analysis of deals, techniques and strategies for raising capital and growing our reach on social media. And even the economy, this past weekend was the first weekend since the Silicon Valley Bank had all the issues that it had. So there was a lot of question of what's going to happen after this weekend. Are other banks going to start to fail? What should we be doing with our money? So even that was great timing to have a number of experienced people in the room talking about if there's anything that needs to be done with your money, what things to check. You know, again, not having that network would make it so much more difficult for you to have confidence in what to do. A lot of people make emotional decisions when it comes to their finances, and that's when you lose money. I'm not a stock investor, but if you talk with someone experienced, they'll tell you that really what's important is time in the market. But many times people will make an emotional decision when the market is dropping and they'll pull their money out. And there's only a couple days that you need to be out of the market where you've chosen wrong that you completely wipe out all of your returns when if you just left it in, rode through the downtime, eventually it will come back. And the problem is that people will make this emotional decision and then they'll miss out on those gains. They're trying to avoid the losses, but by avoiding the losses, they are also avoiding the gains or missing the gains. It's tough to balance the emotions with being logical, but that's where the value of the community comes into play and is so powerful. So that's the value of having a community, a coaching program. It's all bundled up into a cohesive package that somebody with experience has figured out and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. The ability to pose a question in the group and say, hey, I'm having this problem. Has anybody experienced this and how did you solve it? Generally, if you're having that problem, somebody else has had that problem and they'll chime right in and say, yeah, I had that issue and here's how I solved it, which helps you one, not have to make all those mistakes, but two, you get that solution figured out so much quicker and then you can move forward and make progress. So there's just so much value in joining a community. And if you feel like you're stagnant, if you are procrastinating or are maybe stuck in analysis paralysis, I would say consider some coaching in that space. Evaluate a couple of options. There's plenty of coaching within the real estate space, personal development, high performance. I would evaluate the different programs and see which one resonates with you. Not all are going to be the right one for you. You've really got to evaluate them. And of course, do your due diligence to make sure that you know it's a reputable coaching program, there's a lot out there where they're really just 
trying to get you into the coaching program so that they can make money, but they don't really have the experience to back it up. So that's something that you definitely want to be wary of, but don't let that deter you because there are a lot of great ones out there. The one that I joined, like I said, was Rodcliffe's Warrior Program. I've met a number of great investors there. I've done two multifamily syndications as a limited partner, and I've done three self-storage deals. All of those deals have been completed with partners that I've met through this coaching program. Not to say that I couldn't have done that without the coaching program, but that certainly helped expedite my growth. Hey, I appreciate you listening to another episode of School of Success. I'm committed to helping others reach their full potential. So if you found value, please leave a five-star rating and review. With that, we can reach more people and help make their dreams come true.